Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Forbes Factor, and I've got an amazing surprise celebrity today. Uh, if you guys are joining us and you can see us, this is the definitely the quarantine look. I don't know about all the other women out there, but I'm now becoming a master of doing my own hair. I'm going to save millions, uh, even highlighted. How crazy is that, right? Um, so if you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening live, uh, we're in the middle of it. We're in the middle of history right now. You know, uh, I've been in the middle of history before, and it always feels a little odd. Uh, many of you know I was one of the eyewitnesses to the Las Vegas shooting two years ago in October. And as it's unfolding, you are part of you, if you're kind of a worldly person, you're aware that what you're doing and how you're behaving through it and reporting it to others is going to have a bigger impact than just you. And so one of the things is we're all kind of sitting at home and this is unfolding and getting weird. I want this particular hour to be about how you are in all of this. You know, I certainly have had a roller coaster of emotions. One of the shows we're going to, fo- what we're going to focus on right now is one of my dear friends, Jill Lieberman. She uh, is kind of an accidental amazing girlfriend and we'll share how we met. And then she gifted me the most beautiful gift. And somehow I'm hanging out with Mark Cuban and Tony Robbins and Jesse Itzler and <gasps> Sarah Blakely and all of these amazing people. And I can't wait to share you how that happens. And then by sheer coincidence, she's like forefronting the mask movement. So I'm excited to hear all the the details of that and then just kind of dish a little bit because I have found that connecting, being on Zoom, talking to people has been the greatest gift. And then Saturday night, April 25th (coughs) is my birthday. I am turning a very big six zero, which I've got to tell you, the reason I want to stop saying that is because I get the same reaction. Oh, you look great for your age. I'm like, and thank you. I don't want that to be the conversation. Um, but there is a feeling of what does that mean to grow older to, by the way, 21,912 days old. Yeah, do the math on that. Um, <laughs> that's what it means to be 60. doesn't actually sound like a lot when it's like just 21,000 days. You're like, wow, you don't even like get to be a millionaire in terms of days, which is weird, right? So those days are very precious. And for all of those people who are not getting to have any more days, that's where my heart is going out to right now. Um, but with that, with no further ado, a big round of applause, Miss Jill Lieberman. Woo! Hi, Forbes. How are you, baby girl? I'm great. Happy birthday week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's actually, this is a radio show we do live. It's heard around the world on Voice America, but it, and it's also heard as a podcast. But we have this very cool ability to also live stream it. And, you know, welcome to the new age technology. Let me ask you a question. Um, what decade were you born in? <laughs> what a way to start. I was, we're very close in age. I was born in 1963. All right. So that's back to the age of my sister. So this, the way technology has changed is impacting you and I are the same generation. What do you think about how all this has changed? Good, bad, and different? I think for me, I'm, I'm somewhat technologically challenged, but I have to go with it because that's the world today. So I'm just embracing it. I love that I can see you. Now, even though you know, we're not in the same city or you know even close to each other, so I, I love that. So I'm just finding the good 
in it. And, um, you know, there are things that maybe aren't as great as I'd like them to be with the way that, you know, technology in the world is today. It's changed a lot. It's advanced. It's evolved. But I love it. I, I love being alive and part of this decade and this age. And I, I do, too. So exciting things. I actually, you know, it's a couple of different theories I have, but I think that we have had a massive change. I don't know what it's going to be for like the next 30, 40 years, but things have changed a lot because I can remember, you know, we watched a lot of movies growing up. One of the things I wanted, remember when Star Trek came out, there was a flip phone. Oh my God, he had a flip phone. Well, when I got a flip phone, I'm like, oh, that's kind of crazy cool. I actually can remember, I used to deliver singing telegrams in New York in my twenties and I had to put quarters and pay phones. And I put thousands of quarters in payphones. I remember actually I got audited one time by the IRS. And I'm like trying to explain how I spent thousands of dollars with quarters and there's no receipt. <laughs> and like one day I'm not going to have to have a, I, that, okay, I'm so old that, you know, that there when you called in, there was a person as the voice answering machine. And so you had to sit through this person going, hello, Miss Riley, what can I do? I'm like, oh my God, can we just get to the, can we just record this? And so now we're experiencing all of that. I, and it's funny because you have kids, I have kids, my kids grew up with a cell phone in their hand. Yes. They don't so know. I was it. just talking the other day about when I went to college and there was a phone booth in the dorm and oh. there was a line when we wanted to make a call, we had to wait. And when someone was taking too long, we would politely knock on the, you know, the door of the phone booth because it would be, we wanted to be our turn to make the call. We had one of those in high school phone booths. I just kind of forgot about those. Right. And every, so it's, I also think I dream some of this because I love teaching my exercise classes. And I thought, wow, can I just do this, you know, have a class virtually? Well, all of those crazy things actually are real now. I mean, how phenomenal is that? Um, how is this whole Corona thing and COVID thing affecting you personally? So thankfully, I'm healthy and my family's healthy. So um, in that sense, you know, that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, and I'm quarantined, I'm, I'm home, I'm not quarantined, but I'm home just like almost everybody else and if they're not, you probably should be. But just like we're talking about technology, I'm embracing that too. Like I, I enjoy being home. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm spending more time with my family at home, um, you know, my husband and um, I'm just, I don't, because I don't have a choice. So what's the point? Uh, I think we're gonna talk about maybe happiness a little bit later, but. It is what it is. So I'm, it's affecting me because it's making me rethink as you know, many people are, what's important, who's important, but I'm just making the best of it. I'm trying to exercise more, something that's always on top of my list. I don't always get around to, but now, you know, we don't have the excuse that we side on of saying I don't have time because I have a lot of time. So I'm finding, I'm just reconnecting with things that I should be doing that maybe I wasn't doing. Um, and then it's, you know, there are sad times. I, the news is not pleasant to turn on and, you know, there's that side of it. And it's, I want to do as much as I can to, to help people and get people who need food. Well, let's talk about that because you actually, you are, you're amazing. Okay. So number one, I I know the virus brings up a lot of things for a lot of people. If you were smart enough, I'm going to say, and created a home environment for yourself. I mean, there were times I lived in a shoebox. I lived in a shoebox in Manhattan. I grew up in a, you know, one bathroom house. I'm not talking about, you know, bigger extravagant, but I will tell you for people who didn't really think to focus on their home environment. Now you may be rethinking that. Um, I've always been very conscious of making wherever I was livable and enjoyable. And so that we're stuck here is not a horrible thing. Um, but you were kind of ahead of the curve as well, because you are a writer. 
and a very intuitive one. I want, I want you to share a little bit of your story because I just think it's fascinating. And then how you got to the whole happy movement. And guys and girls, let me tell you something. You got to listen to this because you knew we needed this before we needed this. Jill? That's very sweet. Well, when you talk about the home environment, I think that encompasses a lot. I think part of it is self-care. So you definitely don't need, it's not the size of the home you live or the apartment that you live in, but it's important, I believe, to surround yourself with happiness. And that doesn't necessarily mean at all the price of where you live. It means living with people who make you happy, who support you, uh, you know, who you love and um, who love you back and who are there for you. So that's part of the environment. And also surrounding yourself with things that make you happy. So wherever, whatever your space is, have it be uncluttered and filled with maybe pictures of people that you love, words that inspire you, whether even if you just have a word on your wall that says love or breathe or happiness or whatever, whatever hits home for you that really you know, connects with you, that when you pass it, makes you smile. For me, my home environment, the, out of everything in my home, the most special piece of artwork is something that my now grown son made when he was five years old. And it says, I am thankful for my mommy. And it has uh, something he made on Thanksgiving. And we have it hanging up in a very high traffic area. So I pass it several times a day. Now, 24 years later, it still makes me so happy. So I think that that's really important. That's funny because my five-year-old little Rike Riley made me a Lego board with a heart. It says, I love mom. And it's like my prized possession. I was just had it the other day. I was trying to remember where to put it. And Riker's like, you still have that? I'm like, oh, baby, you don't understand. That actually, that piece of art is more valuable than anything I have. And I'm going to tell you, this is what my parents always said. You never, ever wish that you had another day at the office, but you definitely wish that you had one more moment with the ones you love. And again, my heart goes out. I have suffered a lot. And I think one of the reasons that I can actually deal with this situation and somebody said it very poetically, is that I have a relationship with death. I have a relationship with fear and uncertainty. I've lived that way. I've lost some very, very close people to me in horrific ways from murder on down. And so this is yet another roller coaster bump. But for people who said, I've got security and I'm living this way and everything is perfect, they're in for like massive shock. And then sadly for people who are living in a relationship, and this really scares me, where there's massive alcohol, massive abuse, mentally, verbally, physically in the home, and now nobody's watching. That's what scares me. So guys, if you listen, talked about a lot, but you talk about clutter. Well, clutter's in your life, in your bathroom, in your head, in your heart. One of the things that you need to do now, I mean, maybe you've got no money right now. I get that. I've been there, but now you got to go, wow, how do I pivot and make this work for me? Maybe you weren't supposed to be in the job that you're in. Maybe that business wasn't right for you. And so I love that you're kind of cleaning that out. But you actually wrote a book about this. I did. So I wrote a book called Choose Happy. And I've always lived my life doing things that make me happy without thinking about it. It's just, it's just ever since I was a little girl. And in fact, when I was talking about dating ourselves, um, but when I was little, we had notebooks and, you know, not computers. And people, my friends would write on their notebooks, you know, Forbes loves Larry and they... <laughs> They'd make hearts and it was all about you know, like people that they had crushes on. And I would put a smiley face and say, smile and be happy. So for some reason, happiness has always been a part of who I am. And when you live your life like that, you can imagine the opportunities that open up because you just, you think in a different way. So I started thinking um, a couple of years ago, I know people who have 
it seems the best of everything. They have a lot of expensive, fancy toys. They have good health. They appear to have good marriages. And really, they're not happy. And then I know people who live paycheck to paycheck. They don't have a lot of material things. And they're so happy and they're so grateful. And I thought, well, why is that? What makes somebody happy and somebody not happy? And people all the time say to me, you're so happy. But they don't say it in a complimentary way. They almost say it like, what's the matter with you? Like, don't you know there's this going on and this going on? You know, what, why are you so happy when maybe, you know, circumstances in the world you shouldn't be? Um, but it's just kind of innate in who I am. So I wrote a book called Choose Happy. And it's a guide to things that people could do, can do every day that will make them live a happier life. And okay, so for some of us out there, you can do anything. Well, for some of us who are struggling, what's some of the things in that guide? What's some of the things that we can do to be happy? So some of the things are what we were just talking about. Surround yourself with people who lift you up. The easiest way to be happy in a very simply put way is get rid of things that weigh you down. So whether that's clutter in terms of physical things in your house, whether it's a job maybe that makes you unhappy, then, you know, rethink that. That's, it's actually pretty simple. If you think about what in your life is making you unhappy and you eliminate that and move on, you've already added to your happiness. You know, I have a neighbor, I live in, in Florida and it's hot. And I have a neighbor who moved down from New York and he used to always say, I would say, hi, Anthony, how are you? And he'd say, I'm hot. Every day he'd just say, I'm hot, I'm hot. And it is Florida. It's a sunshine state. Eventually, you know, he left because it was making him unhappy to be so hot. And now he's happy in New York. But I'm just saying, it's like, there are certain things that we can do that are so obvious just to eliminate. That's one thing. Another thing is just to be grateful. We're, We're all going through the new normal now. We're talking about spending so much time in our home. We were talking about how that's so nice to be in our home. But if in your mind, your mindset is, oh, I'm home all day, you're not going to be happy with that. But if you flip that mindset and you think, you know, now that I'm home, maybe it's a good time to, to do this or to, you know, go through my draws or to, uh, to read something I've never, you know, I've been wanting to read that I haven't read before, to start painting or to spend more time with my dog or to, um, you know, to write or to listen to music or to do yoga or whatever it is. Like use the time at your house instead of saying, oh, I'm stuck in my house. Enjoy being in your house. How many times do we say, I wish the weekend were longer? Well, now it's almost like we have a seven-day weekend because we're home all the time. So your mindset's so important to you and to be grateful. You know, a lot of us are saying it's a hard, it is a very hard time for so many people. But the things that we take for granted, someone else is praying for. I mean, how lucky we're stuck in our homes, but, you know, thankfully we still have a roof over our head and you know, just things that we don't even think about. So gratitude, I think when we focus on that, it's a lot easier to be happy. Let me ask you a question because I am telling you something. The reason you're one of your mind, one of the reasons you're one of my friends is that you are the sum of the people you surround yourself with. There are people out there complaining all over the place about, like you said, silly things. Oh, I'm stuck at home. I'm so bored. I can't do my nails. I know. So but how did you, okay, so there are those people. How did you come to this the sense of that's stop it, just knock it off and be happy. Where did that come from for you? For me, I really think if I had to pinpoint it, it might've just been my upbringing that my parents never put their four kids. My parents never put pressure on us. So it wasn't, I never felt, Oh, I have to be this, or I have to go to this school or I have to look like this. I just did what I wanted to do. 
and they supported me and they loved me and they encouraged me. And I think that it came from there that I didn't feel that um, the need to be someone. I could just be myself, whoever I want. So we have about two minutes before break. I actually teach a class called Forbes Factor Live. I think everybody who listens to me knows this because you just said something very important. And I talk about the fact that if your closet in the back of your head is stuffed with things of people telling you that you're not enough, you can't do this, putting you down. But here's my question to you, because I had great, I had good parents and I had to overcome a lot of issues. You had apparently better parents, uh, <laughs> relatively speaking, but you have, they helped create this. My question to you when we come back from our break is people had terrible parents, terrible upbringing. Where do they go to from this well to be able to spring into happiness if they, if they can, they can't figure it out. Now, I obviously think that Forbes Factor Live, and I got on one of my friends, uh, Mr. Tim Hotchkiss, one of the best patent attorneys out there, just jumped on my Facebook or my Instagram, because one of the things that we personally found out is that if you do not fix the leaks in your boat, which is what I call that past, because it's just a memory. You know, you remember your parents a certain way. Uh, you've got three brothers and sisters. They may actually remember completely different. Right. And that's the funny thing about memories. They are not real. So, for example, I was the firstborn. I know my experience with my parents. My sister didn't have that quite the same experience because now she's like, I'm competing with you. And it was very different. But it's fixable. Now, I know how we do it with the Forbes Factor. The question is, how does Jill talk about that in your book? You have a line of clothing because of this. And when we come back in just a minute, the craziest opportunity just fell in your lap. A million-dollar opportunity fell in your lap. Now, that's partly because you were prepared for it. You have this attitude. And I want you to give us some hope that this could happen to anybody. Yes? Yes. All right. Well, there you go. Everybody, you listen to Forbes Factor. I'm Forbes Riley. Don't go away. We're all about health, wealth, and happiness. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, 
Call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Here's Forbes Riley, the super birthday girl. And you know what? And I have to celebrate. I, I have a, a book that I'm working on called Permission. Because I think part of my book versus your book or in conjunction with this, you sometimes need permission to be happy. Now, I am rationalizing it that I've been through a lot of stuff. You know, it's funny. Every night you can turn on the news and you can hear horrible stories. There's a Broadway actor who just lost his leg because of COVID. There's uh, kids who've been dying of COVID. There's a lot of this going on, right? But here's the thing you don't think about. So my one of my producers, Larry, also just lost his leg a while ago, but because of diabetes, but nobody got all upset about it. Mm-hmm. And they're not telling you that you really need to eat differently. And it didn't make the nightly news. Uh, the research shows 7,000 people die every day in this country. Can you imagine if all the time we focused on them, on the car accidents, on the drunk drivers? We don't because we couldn't function. Mm-hmm. And so this is what we're focused on right now. And I will tell you what you focus on expands. And I don't know who it's helping to build this fear, but we have built a huge state of fear. Uh, I went to the post office today, and as I said on my break, it's one of the reasons we call it going postal. This is a weird, I went to the post office, we're all wearing gloves and masks, we all look like we're out of a weird movie. I get it and respect all of that. There's a little guards, and I'm respectful of spaces, right? So I have to move over one lane, and the woman in the other lane looks at me, and she's like, could you move back away? And I'm like, oh, witch, don't get me started. Don't get me started. I'm wearing a mask. You're what? Don't get me started. I'm going to hurt you, okay? But it was like, I'm harking back to the, and this is what I'm not sure I understand. I know you and your husband, very educated, very smart, very successful, kind of a behind the, behind the scenes. What's your take on all that's going on? In terms of how you're feeling, how it's affecting, just, I don't you know, know. I think you brought up a really interesting point that sadly, there are people, virus aside, who are, you know, ill every day, who pass away every day from accidents, what have you. We don't hear about that on the news. What's happening now is it's constant. For months, all we hear on the news. I've heard another story in I don't know how long. Every news channel you you turn on 24 hours a day, whenever you turn it on, is all about this virus. So that's what's getting in our head. It's almost like we don't talk about permission. Like, Like we're not giving ourselves permission to be happy or to think about anything else because this is what we feel we, sh- we need to focus on. Right. You're also, you're made to feel guilty if you're happy. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but I remember being in the hospital. I had a kidney stone because of stress about three years ago and I was alone. My family was in Florida. I was in New York by myself, almost died, came out of the surgery, the emergency surgery. 
And the next 10 days, they almost couldn't get me back because of uh, sepsis and whatever else was going on. Um, it was horrible, painful and terrible. So I know what that is like. And I feel bad for people who are going through that, but I'm not going through that today. Today, I'm choosing to be freaking happy and grateful. And then that's kind of where my head is going. We're not given permission, even on the news, to just go, okay, we get it. But what else is going on? You're absolutely right. And we lost a sense of normalcy. That's why we're saying the new normal. When you went out to the post office, when you went to the grocery store, whatever it is, it's not the way that it's supposed to be. It's not what we're used to. We're not used to seeing people in masks with gloves and keeping our distance and um, you know waiting outside until someone leaves the store for us to go in. It's not normal also, but it's, it's the new normal. So we just have to, instead of getting you know, freaked out about it and all upset. We just have to accept and understand it's this way so we can hopefully stay healthy. You know, not not focus on what people are wearing and all the protection gear and all that. It's just understand that there's something go, going on. Hopefully we'll have a cure for it soon or vaccine for it soon. It will pass. And this is just what we need to do now. It's temporary. The other thing is, I feel like it's really important to have something to look forward to now more than ever. So whatever that, I was just actually saying that to my sister who's not enjoying being cooped up uh, in her apartment. So I think everybody, it would help to just find something, whatever that is for you that you have to look forward to every day, whether it's a Zoom chat with a friend, whether it's a walk with a dog, whether it is reading a book, whether it's a cup of coffee and just me time, whether, whatever it might be, but just know that, you know, at four o'clock every day, I'm going to talk to Forbes or, you know, or whatever it is, because when you wake up and every day is kind of the same, it can, you can lose the sense of happiness. So just to have something to look forward to. A lot of people aren't even, you know, getting dressed out of like pajamas and, you know, sweat clothes anymore. So maybe it just means putting on some lipstick, whatever it is. I can't tell people what's going to make you happy, but just something to look forward to. So I'm also taking pleasure and happiness in some weird stuff. So I've been an actress and a performer my entire life. And all that's happened lately is, you know, at some point I wasn't famous enough to get this latest talk show or who knows, whatever the bullshit is, right? So I turn on Wendy Williams yesterday and she's there in her kitchen with zero makeup on. And I'm watching that. I'm enjoying the Tonight Show with little signs from his kids. You know, at home shopping, they were all about, oh, HD, it has to be, you know, High definition. People are on their phones right now. And I am, I love watching Sharon Stone the other day. I felt like I was in her living room. I'm watching, uh, who was the other one that just delighted me to no end? Um, oh, oh, Jennifer Aniston. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm like in their living room. When would you ever get to see that? So, but I think to be happy, you have to take a moment and just appreciate how crazy cool and weird this is. But it's kind of fun, no? It levels the playing field in a lot of ways. And that, what you're seeing is real life for a lot of people. And you know that, you know, you know the, the celebrity, you know, face versus real life face. And I don't mean like literally face, but I just mean like what, what celebrities choose to show people and, you know, what they don't. But, you know, people are people. Sometimes, some days we're happy, some days we're not. Some days we're better, some days we don't. Just before. I think I woke up this morning and Kate Hudson was got her son on her lap and she was talking with Ellen about scrubbing toilets. And I'm like, and she was talking about how she's trying to balance all of this and hasn't had a moment for herself because she's got three kids. And I'm thinking up until this point in my life, we've only seen the glamour external. And on some level, we, maybe just me, were made to feel bad that we weren't perfect or had the great family or 
Let me tell you something. I am just as perfect as everybody right now. I actually feel better willing to show up sometimes with no makeup on. Mm-hmm. This part of the new normal. So what is another recipe thing for happiness, do you think? Well, you're talking about permission and you're talking about families and, and parents. And I think that a lot of people, what blocks them from being truly happy is approval, that they feel that they have expectations from their parents, from their spouses, from their coworkers, whoever it might be, and that they feel that they need to live up to those expectations, what, even if that's not what they want for themselves. I'll give you a, a short story. You're talking about your hair, which I think looks beautiful. But I was getting my hair done for some event or something, and the woman who's doing my hair was telling me that usually it's actually the client that talks, in this case, it was the hairdresser that was talking. And she was saying that she studied all these years to be a teacher, and then it came time to take the test, and she decided not to take it. And I thought, well, why would you invest all that time, you know, all those years, and then just decide not to? To pursue the test, and she said, "Because I hate kids." So, <laughs> so I said, well, I hate kids. Why did you study to be a teacher? And she said, "Because my mother was a teacher, and she wanted me to be a teacher." And I think that that's a really good example of doing things for not for yourself, but for someone else. If this woman had actually taken the test and become a teacher, wouldn't be good for her. Wouldn't be good for the kids at all. Um, she wouldn't enjoy what she does. And she wouldn't be good at it because she would resent being there. She'd probably resent her mother. The truth is, and I was trying to explain to her, that as a parent, hopefully, what you want for your child is happiness. And while her mother might have wanted her to be a teacher, it doesn't mean that her mother's going to be disappointed if she's not a teacher or her mother isn't going to love her. So I think what people need to understand is it's okay to, you, you have to live for you. It's your life. You deserve to be happy. It's not about what other people want. And if you, you know, if people can't accept who and what you are, then, you know, they're not the right people to be in your life and spend time with. Uh, You have to share something with me because you are a writer. Yes. And you had this crazy notion. We're actually in an amazing book together with Mark Cuban and Tony Robbins and lots of Don King. Yes. But your book before that. Now, this is what I want everyone to hear about how you take your own bull by the horns. And that's what this 21st century craziness is about. The only thing stopping you from success right now is you. And a minute, I'm going to bring on one of my guests who's also kind of paving her own way. And this is important, but you have the craziest story. Tell us about how you, yeah, I know. I mean, even though you picked up the phone, you just said, I'm going to do this. And tell us the story about that. I literally, I've written four books. My first book, I literally just woke up one day with an idea for a book. I'd never written anything but a grocery list before. I didn't know a publisher. I didn't know how you write a book. I, I had no idea. But I love the idea, which was to celebrate America and contact famous people of whom at that time I didn't know any famous people and have them send to me what they love about living in America. And I would compile it into a coffee table book and I would give uh, money to charity. So I said, I love this book. I'm going to do it. Now, again, didn't know anybody. And this was before social media. So I made a guest list, what I called the guest list of people I wanted to have in my book. And I went big because, you know, go big or go home. So... I wrote, I want the president of the United States in the book. I want my- right, so wait, but Just wait a second. This, you guys have got to understand this. You woke up with an idea for something like a lot of you do and said, I'm not just going to go lo- you know, interview my local lawyers. I want the president of the United States. Now you have no connection to him whatsoever. Absolutely no connection. No this connection. is the part of the story that gets really inspiring. <laughs> but it's, to me, it's fun. For me, 
it's really important to do things that you want to do, that you love the idea that you're passionate about because people hear your passion and then they want to be part of it too. So I, what I did is, okay, I want to have the United States and it's not political. It's just whoever was going to be the president at that time is who I wanted in my book. So how do you contact the White House? At that time, you call information and <laughs> this was even before Google, you just say, you know, in Washington, DC, please, I'd like the number of the White House. And they gave me a number and I called. And of course, I didn't get through, you know, to the president, but I spoke to somebody who spoke to somebody who got back to me. And I got the president of the United States from a cold call to the White House in the book. And not only did I get the president, I received a letter saying that it's against White House policy for a president to you know, participate or endorse any project, but they're making an exception for this book. Well, because what did you say? And this comes back to me in the perfect pitch that got them so excited. I think for me, I don't overthink things. And sometimes I barely think things. I don't spend a lot of time like, oh, you know, what if or, you know, I, and this word and that word. I just wrote down on paper what I wanted, which was I'm writing this book to celebrate America. I want high profile Americans to share in the book with me. And I really feel it's important to have the president of the United States in the book. And Apparently they did as well. So it wasn't every word had to be, it was my, in other words, it was my language. I didn't you know, look up, well, what's a fancy word for this? Or um, no, but what you people- did, but Jill, this is important. What you did was actually of service. You couched it as though this is about great Americans and we would need, we want the greatest American, our leader in this book. It was a very smart way to approach things as opposed to saying, I just want this because it was just very well conceived. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, now, it wasn't calculated. It, it's it's true. It's very genuine. I felt, how do I have a book representing how great America is without having the president of the United States in the book? But, I really but, felt- that, but this represents something because so many people have ideas and they're afraid to act on them. Now, I, before we go, I want to bring on one of my other girlfriends who's in the health and fitness space. I just want to share, you somehow are in the mask yes. now. All right, share this with us. Okay, so what happened is, I was watching the news and I saw that there was a shortage on cloth masks. And there was a big plea for people, you know, please, we need masks, we need masks. And I really do want to do my, my part to help anybody, anytime. And I thought, I'm not in the mask business, or I wasn't two weeks ago. And I thought, I can make a mask. I have a clothing line, she's happy. And so I have access to machinery. And I said, I bet I can make these cloth masks. And I contacted the factory that makes my clothing line. We partnered together and I'll show you. Um, We now have cloth masks, but talking about happy, I like to do everything a little bit differently, a little bit elevated and with inspiration. So I didn't want just a mask. I wanted a mask that had some positive message. So we have choose happy masks. There, um, hold that up so we can all read it. What does it say? Just choose happy. Just choose happy. So the rest of us are looking like bank robbers, and you've got this <laughs> because it's just a way that people can it just hopefully is a reminder to in this crazy time to choose happiness even when things aren't great. So these masks, so making these masks, the cloth masks, they're non-surgical, so we're keeping a surgical mask for the people who need them in hospitals, and they're lightweight, they're unisex. They're, um, they're made in the United States. They ship super quickly because there is a shortage from masks that come from China. They get stopped now at, at customs. You lose you know, support 
USA, it's made on a machine that actually it's no human touch because there's no sewing involved. There's no elastic attached to it. It just has um, ear slits for your ears. And so now, thankfully, we were able to help some very major corporations, some very major hotels, as well as individuals who are just contacting us on mylogomask.com. And oh, say, say it again, my, my logo, L-O-G-O, mask. And you have a discount coupon for my we listeners. We do, yes, for your audience. We're so excited to do that. 10% off any Choose Happy mask or set of masks. With uh, Just type in so happy, S-O-H-A-P-P-Y, all one word, all lowercase. So happy. All right, we're, we're going to post that. I just, I love this. Your order, though, you got an order for a million masks? Yes, yes. It's it's mandated that people wear masks. So employees need to wear masks. Customers need to wear masks. Just consumers need to wear masks just going outside while we're social distancing. So um, there's a demand for it. And thankfully, we can help fulfill that. So that's, you know, that's funny. You were ingenious. You weren't in the mask business two, two weeks ago. Guys, you guys need to listen to how Jill seems to have no walls. She's got this happiness is the core of her beings is I'm going to go do this. I don't know how to do it. But so many of you get stuck with it. I don't know how to do it. You just kind of jump in and do it, right? Just start. Just start. I'm not saying everything that, you know, the book we were talking about, um, whatever it is, the mask, things don't always, they're not perfect the first day. You have to figure it out. You know, maybe I, I don't know, maybe, you know, you can figure out pricing or, but it just, just start. And it'll, everything else will fall into place. Don't worry about, um, well, the masks, you know, I really wanted to have red masks, but I have black masks, or I wanted, you know, just, it's okay. Don't think about why you shouldn't do it. If you believe in it and you think it's a good idea, do it. I love that. All right, you guys, we got to take a quick break. We come back. Jill hopefully will stay with us for a little bit because I want her to meet Ursula and her new beautiful man in her life. Talk about a little about health and fitness. Um, you guys are listening to the Forbes Factor Jill's message is about just doing it and being happy. And I know it sounds crazy, but the math says it, choose happy. Imagine that you actually do have a choice. Well, then actually also your choices don't go away. Come right back. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Everybody, welcome back to one of my favorite hours of the week when I get to do my radio show live. Don't forget, if you're listening to it live, on Saturday night is my birthday. And actually, I'm having a crazy, amazing open forum birthday Zoom party where it starts at 7 o'clock. You can find information on my Facebook. But at 8 o'clock, everyone's required to have a candle and or a cupcake or something that they can blow out and make their own wish. Because I think the world needs to be a little more wishful. We spend most of my show talking to me, amazing Jill Lieberman. She is an author. Um, she is the creator of the whole, is it Choose Happy? Is that the move that makes the book? Choose Happy. And now she's on a mask brigade. It's called mylogomask.com. There's a discount called So Happy. All of these things just make me smile. But I also want to bring on a woman that I actually met. You know, talk about things changing. I met Ursula May at a straw movie. Yeah. Walk in and all of a sudden it's brought to our attention that straws are ridiculous. These plastic things that end up up the noses of sea animals. Uh, Although I have to say drinking water or any kind of other drink out of a paper straw has its other issues. Uh I was inspired by this woman who has this body, this energy, this smile, and she's just a delight. So please welcome Ursula May to the show. Round of applause. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Now, when I I met her, I don't think that she was in love with anybody, but there is a guy standing next to her who is rather handsome. Yes, he's amazing. This is Buddy World. Everyone meet Buddy. He's absolutely incredible. What's his last name? Buddy Rivera. Nice. How did you guys meet? We were in similar health industries and we met through mutual friends and we started, uh, we made it official this past summer. So we're almost at a year and we've been in quarantine 54 days together now. We've been here together. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what? Let me show something with you guys. And, you know, it's funny because I had somebody kind of diss my, my Facebook yesterday. My fiance is a three-time Mr. World Champion. He's beautiful. We all get that. And I love, love taking photos of this man. It makes me smile to no end, okay? So, but here's what people do. So I actually posted a picture and I said, oh, wow, how much fun it is to spend quarantine time with him. And a friend of mine said, you know, you need to be a little more humble because a lot of people are blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a second. Here's what you guys don't know. On January 2nd, my beautiful man was struck while he was on his motorcycle, ended up in a coma and then ICU for a week. And he hasn't walked since January 2nd. So while it might look all nice on the outside, I'll show you a picture of how he destroyed his body and how he's still trying to recover. So, I, you know, it's so funny, people and their judgments and their, their things. So I'm insanely happy for you guys. And any couple that can stay together for 54 days deserves, like, Jill, how how long are you married? Uh, 22 years. Jill's husband is amazing. I just, again, my hat's off. 
What's one of the secrets that you can give Ursula and Buddy about 22 years together? I think if they pass the test where they're quarantined together, <laughs> I always feel like that should be a requirement for anybody before they get married. If you pass that. We've gotten a lot closer. <laughs> yeah. We work together, so there's no escape. We Every level of living and work is now intertwined. So yeah. it's, right. yeah. You, and trust and love and open communication and yeah. all those good things. And just, again, understanding how to recon- commit 100% over and over again and realize that there may be better or different out there. But you know what? Look at your partner and say, wow, if you were the most amazing person on the planet, how would I treat you? How would I want to be treated? Exactly. Um, and I will tell you, the more that you give that way, the more that you get back and it gets to be silly and adorable sometimes. I'm loving, I'm loving being yes. up. You guys are a perfect example. You guys shine and you're such a big inspiration for me wanting to find someone like that for what, what you guys have. And I'm so thankful he's okay and recovering and, and doing a lot better. Um, but it, you guys inspired me when I met you both at the straws premiere, I was like, I want that one day people, some people, yeah, they hate on it and they think, Oh my gosh, you guys, I get messages. You guys aren't really that happy. This is fake. I'm like, no, I, this Midwestern boy treats me every day. Like a princess. He's incredible. I didn't know they made guys like this. So it's, it's been awesome. But I'm going to say, Ursula, that if I went back before that, you probably never demanded that of yourself before. You probably wanted to finally be treated that way. Is that true? Yes. I found um, I was single about three years and I, I refused to settle. And I I'd always settled prior to. And then I came to a point where I was like, you know, I, I was doing everything. <laughs> so I found him when I was at the best place. Uh, single that I had ever been. I was busting butt with the bathroom brunch, the event that you came and supported last year. I was opening a mobile dance school. I was just, I was living my best life. Um, you know, I was full of self-love and I was so positive. I had nothing weighing me down. I was not looking for a man. I was not looking for anything. And he came along and, and we fit together so well. It's just, I, it's unbelievable what happens when you put yourself first and you find your worth. Well, you know, it's funny. I was coaching a client the other day and he is just kind of recovered from whatever mania he's gone through, gotten to a very great place, but his fiance left him before all this. And he's lamenting that. And I said, no, no, you don't understand. You don't want that woman that wanted you back then. That's not the right person for you. And I love how you heal that. Now, buddy, you were a professional athlete. Yes. 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 I how are you feeling with not going to the gym right now? It's, it's miserable. <laughs> I sit on his back at night while he does push-ups. Uh, well, we're gonna have to share. We're gonna have to share a little spin gym. Yeah. With him. I have to share, share with him your spin gym. Little plug for that. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are in health and wellness. What are you focused on right now to stay healthy? What advice would you give people? Because I gotta tell you, Jill and I were talking about how horrible the news is, yeah. and I'm coming to understand that one of the worst things that can happen to you if you got COVID nineteen is that you are have a health challenge. But your health challenge doesn't have to be cancer. It just has to be high blood pressure, diabetes, being overweight. So those are fixable, yes? Yes. What's your recommendation for people going, wait a second, I think I need to put me first physically. So this is huge right now. And Buddy has been preaching that. I would, do you want to take the floor? Because you're so, (laughs) so good with what he's been Preaching. Well, I think it's it's important to always take your health, you know, as a as a priority. So, you know, this just streamlines everything we've we've ever talked about. But, um, you know, your immunity is so important, as you said, Forbes. And, um, you know, there, there's quite a few supplements that you can take. Obviously, taking care of your gut, probiotics, uh, vitamin C. Um, but let's let's make sure we're getting the right uh, the right rest 
and then keeping our stress low. A um, lot of water intake, you know, um, if, if you're a big drinker, you know, let's cut back. You know, I'm working with all types of people to really, you know, help their immunity, boost that immune system because the way I see it, we're going to be exposed at some point to this virus. Yeah. You know, it's only a matter of time. And the next year, it's almost uh, statistically impossible not to be. So, you know, the way I'm, I'm seeing it is we help everybody build that defense and, um, you know, really, really build immunity so that we can counteract uh, any virus. And, and uh, Was there a time in your life, because we all intellectually know this, you know, I am also a coach when it comes to health and wellness. And I tell people, look, it's not like you don't know the difference between broccoli and a brownie. You just yep. don't want the broccoli. So have you always been, both of you always been physically fit and healthy? Or did you have to overcome something to get here? I, if you don't mind, um, okay. no. My, uh, my family hasn't always been a healthy family. I think that's kind of why I jumped into health and fitness and why it was so important for me. And um, yeah, I think most people just lack discipline. It's, you know, we know what's good for us and what's not, but there's many cases that we are unaware. So um, part of what we do is educating and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, the chemicals that we use around the house. So right now, you know, we're, we're talking about all natural um, disinfectants and all natural cleaners because you know over forty five thousand um, poison poison control calls were made last month, and that's from Lysol wow. bleach in your products. Everyday household cleaners. You know we're doing a lot of awareness to to make sure that people are more aware. But um, you know right now it just really comes down to discipline in um, you know treating our our health as a priority. You know so many people are so busy all the time or they're always on the go. But right now you know a lot more people want to make sure that they're taking care of that. So Ursula, when you don't feel disciplined, where do you go for that, do you think? So this guy, my drill sergeant right here, no, I, I've always struggled. I eat well because I grew up in a family that ate well and cooked homemade meals. I grew up with no soda. I've never had soda before. I just recently tried coffee and I was like, Ugh, I'm never doing it again. Um, so I grew up without fast food sodas and all that stuff. Um, wow. Okay. My struggle is fitness. And what we're finding out now that we are all on lockdown, we have all the time in the world, people are still not getting the workouts and I'm still not getting They, the they don't want to. They don't want to focus no. on this. Exactly. It's not a matter of if you have the time, it's, is it a priority? And now we're mm -hmm. finding out no one, not no one, but a lot of people just don't put it as a priority. So now people have to look in the mirror and they have to look at themselves and they have to be honest. Now I have time, but it's still not a priority. I'm still lazy. I'm still not motivated. I still don't want to do it. He so Jill, as you're listening to this and I know you're going, huh? What yeah. question do you have for these two super rock stars over here? One who never had soda, the other's like, I'm all disciplined. I'm like, I want to live in your house. <laughs> well, I'm the total opposite end of the spectrum in terms of growing up. Uh, I mean, we had, we literally had a snack drawer and a snack closet. I mean, yodels and... And soda and all that. And my mom is a great cook, still is with you know, like cooking meat and fatty foods. So we all grew up um, with that and even sometimes with like fast food. But interestingly enough, now the four children, we're all vegetarians. Um, my two brothers are very much into fitness and me, not so much. But <clears throat> I think that I'm not, I don't really have a, a question, but I think that it comes down to, um, like we were talking about before, in terms of being happy, uh, uh, happy and enjoying what you do. 
So for me, when I think of working out and I think of my sweat and hard work and maybe lifting weights, I'm not going to do that because like, why would I? It doesn't, that it's hard for me to say like, oh, yay, like I get to sweat and, but if for me, it's walking and it's doing Pilates and things that for me still give me, you know, help my heart still make me feel well, they're, you know, they have still have positive benefits, but it works for me. So I think it has to do with um, just finding things, um, you know, maybe it's not broccoli, but maybe it's, um, you know, some other vegetable that, that you like. So it's just finding things that you like. So you will do it because it is so important what you're saying to keep your immune. Well, you know what you actually, you stopped with, but you actually said, you know what, I don't really want to be doing this, but I do other things. Ursula and buddy, I'm sure you find all the time people who are like, I would love to do that. Would love to be you, but I'm not going to. What do we say to them? To me, to me, what you just said is, is the greatest form of self-love like that to me, putting your health first. That's what, that's what it's all about. So it doesn't have to be all out, you know, get in the gym, sweat, you know, lift iron. It's just doing activities and doing what you really love and progressing every day, you know, really progress in, in all aspects of your life. So, you know, when, when one aspect gets better, when our relationship's great, I want to work out more, you know, just progressing in all aspects. And, you know, she talked about, um, how much she's grown in the last three years. That's what it's all about. You know, that, that's what drew me to her was her focus on personal growth. And when I met her, she, you know, she was so, you know, on a, on this huge platform in my eyes. And I'm like, wow, like you preach it, live it. And, and now you're teaching it. That's, that's amazing to me. And well, I would have dated her too, if I could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't blame anybody with it. You know, I know right? there's a whole other show, but Ursula, no, you do. Here's the cool thing about you, which I just love is that you freaking glow. Oh. Now that I hear though, that you don't drink soda, which is such a horrible addictive thing in this country. Uh, that actually is powerful. You don't ever hear somebody say that, but my daughter said the same thing. She grew up without drinking any soda at all. She's a twin. She came down the other day. She said, mom, do you know why I think my skin looks so good? Cause she looks like a porcelain doll. She says, cause I don't actually not only drink, I don't want soda. I've never had soda. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. You do look really good because of that one thing. Now think about how big those companies are. Mm, you know, there's a company out there, I won't say Kentucky Fried Chicken, but they have a fried chicken sandwich between two donuts. That is a new sandwich that came out. That takes my bologna and white bread to a whole other level. How come that's not illegal, you guys? It will be soon. It will be soon. The U.S. has completely different standards than Europe. Uh, we ban about 30 toxic ingredients where the um, Europe bans over 1,300. We are oh, wow. open- we're awakening. We're woke now. Um, they're going to pull a lot of chemicals out of stuff soon. I think it's going to be EPA. They're, they're going to put uh, rules and regulations on a lot. Hey more. Guys, I just noticed that I'm so engrossed in you. I've got a one minute left of the show. Mm-hmm. Buddy, you guys are enrolled in a very unique products and you're coaching. So if anybody wants to hear more about you guys, just email me Forbes Riley Gmail. I will connect you guys. What's another place we can find you? Instagram and Facebook, Ursula May. I'm Ursula May all day. M-A-E all over the internet and Buddy Rivera. We're the only two. Ursula May all day. Jill, we're going to your website. Give us your website one more time. Choose happy365.com or mylogomask.com. I can't believe I'm actually out of time. I'm so sorry. Happy birthday. Can you see this? Take a wish. I want you three. I'm going to wish. I will tell you, Jill, oh my God, my wish involved you. So I cannot wait for that to happen. Just give me permission. New York Times bestseller. I love you guys all so much. 
Thank you. I will see you guys Saturday night at the birthday party. I will promote more of what you're up to. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, stay happy, stay healthy, stay home. I'm Forbes Riley. I'll see you guys again next week. Bye. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.